Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Padawan Podcast, Spockflix Movies All Star Wars Podcast. So we are breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away. Today, specifically, it is everything Mandalorian. Yes, we have quite a bit to talk about with the Mandalorian today. And that's going to start with the uh, Disney Gallery series that's going on. Um, a little behind the scenes work on, uh, on season one of the show. And then we're going to be discussing all the rumored characters and actors that are possibly going to be appearing in season two of the show, um, which has been the hot commodity in Star Wars the last couple weeks. And uh, my name is Jake Berlin. I go by Qui-Gon Jake on this show, and I am joined by my regular table members today. That is Mr. Obi-Wan Jacoby there in the middle and Mr. Grand Admiral Cena right there on the right hand side. How you gentlemen doing? Hello there. Pretty good. There, there it is. Gotta let him have that one first. Of course. You got good. Is it just me or does it feel like we're cheating on the Fandalorian Club right now? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Do, do we discussing the Mandalorian on not but that's a review show, so makes I mean, sense. We could have done we could have done like a little fun little spin-off, which would have been fun. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, that that show is always special when we when we bring it back for the seasons. I think that's that's what. Yeah, the, no, the I know. We don't it. normally discuss news on it, so it made mm-hmm. sense. But it's funny because it's like Mandalorian topics. So. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So as I mentioned, uh, we have a lot to talk about today, gentlemen. Um, we're going to be talking briefly on the Disney Gallery stuff, just kind of thoughts, overall opinions. Um, no real uh, like. We're not going to do like the spoiler discussion yeah, uh, no factor point. to it. Um, <laughs> just a cool little behind the scenes stuff. And most of our conversation is going to come from um, the second the second part of our show, which is the rumored appearances for season two. Because on the list now, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight names that we could potentially be talking about. Um, that includes both characters and actors. Um, but before we get to that, let's go ahead and talk about Disney Gallery. Now, this is funny because... Um, this was never announced. This was never like a thing that um, like StarWars.com covered or Disney in general. They just said, hey, here's a behind the scenes show on The Mandalorian. And they dropped the first episode. Um, and obviously it was a massive hit because uh, Star Wars fans and regular fans in general of movie or television or just people. Uh, Mandalorian was just a success all around. And so it makes sense to kind of release this cool little docuseries, um, which will no doubt take place in a lot of their original content, I'm sure. Uh, but it makes sense to be Mando first. And they started off with an episode that was called Directing. Episode two was called Legacy. And episode three, which we probably won't touch on today, was called Cast. Um, I got to say, myself, I mean, you guys know how I I love behind-the-scenes stuff, like the filmmaking aspect and like the writing and everything. is like totally up my alley. It is so incredible to see how this show was made. It, it boggles me that... This show, a 30 to 45 minute show that is only eight episodes and only has one season is already changing how movies and television are made. Yeah, it's a big deal. Like it's that especially watching that first episode, you kind of saw that they obviously they're working with the budget, but they were using so many practical effects and how Taika Waititi was talking about um, he was talking about how he used to go to studios and ask them, hey, do you have any leftover stuff that we can use? Like, they're using that type of mentality to make a Star Wars show. And that's crazy because it, I feel like that was the whole season one. Like, just make this Star Wars show for as inexpensive as possible and look at the way it turned out. Like, the way it looks 
it just feels so much like the original trilogy that like I prefer it over them spending way more money than they did. So it was really cool to see that. Yeah, they're they're literally like taking every possible niche in filming and seeing what works best. And I think that's that's a testament to what we're getting because I mean these practical effects we can throw in CG easy, but like it, I mean, look at how well it's going without it. And I mean, well, not without it, but uh, not being used everything. One of the greatest things to come out of it was the child, the baby Yoda. And it wasn't for the tiny. most part. Yeah. <laughs> tiny for what Jake likes to refer to it uh, for the, most part of it, it wasn't done on a computer screen. So, I mean, it's incredible to see. And it's just a testament because that's kind of how Star Wars has always been, is just the bare bones. And so far, the bare bones are some of the best ones. So That's true. And I know that uh, neither of you have watched episode three yet. Um, and I, I've, I've seen it. It, man, like... It's so good. I can't wait for you guys to talk yeah, about I'm it. Or excited see it. And then to see that one. We'll, we'll talk about it next week um, on the when show. When do they release yeah, the episodes? They are released on Fridays. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's just like, I think they keep it just like Mando was released on Fridays too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, it's the same thing. So, um, yeah, I, I just, it, it truly is a, you know, for lack of a better word, it really is a marvel that this show is made this way. Um, because a lot of it is indoors with uh, with certain new technology backgrounds and and just the way that the lighting has worked and it just it it's truly brilliant the way that Favreau and Filoni have been able to choreograph and manipulate everything to look the way it does with incredible um, you know puppet teams and ILM in their background and. Obviously, I, out of the two that we're, we're talking about today, directing and, and legacy, directing is by far my favorite. Um, I'm, a, I'm a director's guy through and through, but I just I love the way that John Favreau explained how they can just bring together all these wacky different directors, but still make a cohesive television show with so many different flavors in them. And it worked so flawlessly. Yeah, it did. It looks like they were working as a team more than separate mm -hmm. directors yeah. coming in. It looked like That's they were all on the set me. together. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I feel like they were for the most part because they were like asking each other for advice, and they all directed two episodes, I believe, right? So uh, everyone but Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. Yeah. So and Taika. Oh, sorry. Uh. Yeah. So then who? Oh, okay. I see. I see how that that would make sense actually, because Deborah Chow, Dave Filoni, and Femi Yu each directed Femi, two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it looked like, and they even said they're like this, you know, seven samurai crew of people. And I used, I thought that it was just them coming in one by one, working with Filoni and Favreau. And it seems like they were just one big team, which was really cool. And I. I never minded that they brought in Bryce Dallas Howard for directing. Like she, yeah, I never yeah, seen yeah. her direct anything, but I never minded it. And now I fully understand why they brought her in though, because she talks about how they, she has a lot of experience working in with special effects and working in though, in these genre films with a lot of 
stuff going on with like altered environments and things like that. So she was able to work with the actors, which I guarantee you if, if Rick Famuyiwa was directing an episode and Bryce Dallas Howard was there, she kind of stepped in and maybe helped one of the actors with something. They were probably all kind of co-directing a little bit with one person leading the ship, which kind of like changed my whole perspective of the show, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, they definitely seemed like they were a team and not an individual unit. Because, I mean, we kind of in our heads always assumed that it was Floney and Favreau and then that director probably helping. Mm -hmm. I don't think it ever really crossed anyone's mind that they'd be working as a cohesive unit. I mean, that they, they were clearly with each other on set, helping each other and giving each other like pieces of advice throughout the whole entire thing. Like if there was a, what's the word I'm looking for? If there was like a, um, something that they that one of the directors maybe wasn't familiar with one of them would have that experience and fill that gap and just keep this story going at the same level that it did from beginning to end even though we had a different director every single episode so and i think that's the most incredible thing because the, their brains all work differently they they all have different visions, but at the end of the day, they made one co excuse me cohesive thing that if you wouldn't have ever known that it was someone that there was different directors, you would probably have not really known. Been like, oh, the tone's different. Oh, it seems that one's it's funnier. It it flowed better than I think they probably even intended it to. Yeah, I am I'm with you and that that makes me very excited to to see what um the new names for season 2 like a Robert Rodriguez and a Peyton Reed yeah. on the table because they are they're yeah. two very uh not just different from each other but they're they're very different from all five that had directed in the first season as well. And so that's going to be very interesting to see. Um as far as our Especially coverage on the show Yeah, exactly. Um, a- and I'm I'm glad he's involved though because and he's a good friend with Favreau cuz he brings such a a different style to everything. Um, but as far as our coverage on the show, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about it every week. Um, I don't know. I, are they, did they say how many episodes is doing? Is it eight episodes? I don't it's know, probably, to be honest. Yeah, it pro- probably. I mean, I would, would think so. Makes sense. Um, so, so next week we'll catch our, we'll catch our way up and we will cover episode three and four. And then an episode after that from there on out. Um, but for now, that's going to wrap up our Disney gallery uh, coverage. And we're going to move on to the rumored appearances for Mandalorian season two. Um, because for the last month or so, it's pretty much been a wildfire on social media. Um, New one every day. Yeah, and we can say to this point that uh, right now, none of the characters that have been mentioned or uh, talked about are actually confirmed. Only the names of the actors are um, that have been joined. So the names of the actors are Timothy Oliphant, which is the most recent one, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Michael Bean are the three actors that will be joining the series in some capacity. Don't know what. But as far as the characters, Bubba Fett, Ahsoka, Rex, Bo-Katan, and Sabine Wren, none of them have actually been confirmed to this point. Uh, they all come from very credible sources, but uh, Lucasfilm or Disney, they have not come out and said, yes, this actually is happening. And so this is all just speculation and theory and you know, obviously excitement on our part. Um, and so we'll just go in order of the way I listed them. 
I, th I feel like that might be the best way. So let's go and start with Bubba Fett, guys. Um, because not just is he the most well-known and live-action presence, anyway, out of these characters, but he was the one character that we came out of Season 1 saying, like, oh, he actually might have had a cameo in the Season 1. Yeah. Um, in Episode 5, the Gunslinger episode on Tatooine, uh, we don't know exactly who what who that character was that is picking up Shannon Fang. And so um, it could very well be above that could very well be someone else. Um, but right now it is rumored that Tamir Morrison, who originally played Django Fett, could be coming back to playing Bubba Fett, which is really cool. Uh, let's just go and throw some thoughts out there. I'll, I'll throw my thoughts out there quickly. Obviously, you guys know how much I love Bubba Fett. I've always said that it'd be great to bring him back. Um, it just it. It sets up. I, I want to see how that's that's the case. I don't want it to be kind of a throwaway. Um, I want it to make sense. And if they did bring him back, I need to see how. I don't want it to be told. It needs to physically be shown for me to be on board with it. Um, but I'm all on board for bringing Bubba Fett into the picture because it makes sense. I mean, you can't have a popular character like the Mandalorian um, without having Bubba Fett in the picture, even if it is after his death. And uh, I would love to see how it happens. And I imagine that they'll probably be facing off each other, which Mando versus Mando and two, <laughs> two Mandos who technically aren't Mandos is actually pretty cool. True. Yeah. <laughs> I still think that's Boba Fett in episode five, the gunslinger. Like I don't, we talked about it. Who else could it be that it would matter? Because if it's an unknown character, then what's the point of teasing yeah. their, their boots yeah. and all that. So I still think that's Boba Fett. And I don't know, man. Do you think they're going to show him crawling out of the Starlight pit? That, what, they if that's better. The, what if that's they, the opening shot of season they two? They better. They, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it'll be the opening shot, but I imagine... <laughs> of an episode, I, maybe. I imagine it being a Drax from God, Guardians Volume 2 where he jumped in the Beast and he's stabbing his way out. Oh, yeah. Like, you see him like actually that, fighting yeah. his way out of the Beast because the, the easiest way to do this is he was swallowed, not eaten, and he just fights his way out of the Beast. Well, the 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 sarlaccs don't uh, chew. They swallow. Yeah, but you can you can easily minutes. hit some of those teeth on your way in, you know. Yeah, but I mean, that's one of the yeah. whole things <laughs> is that they digest them for it's either a hundred or a thousand years. So I mean, just imagine a Drax moment with Boba Fett. <laughs> honestly, and like one of the biggest dumb things in Return of the Jedi is how how Boba Fett gets taken out. Like he's supposed to be the most badass guy in the galaxy and that's what happened so if if he, if he gets out then he redeems himself and so i i do think we're going to see boba fett especially because how john favreau is obsessed with him so you you think and, and in a good way like if you think they you think they've been giving like the the permission to just all right you guys made the mandalorian season one just do whatever you want now like so maybe john favreau is finally bringing in boba fett Here's the thing with me in this. I, I agree with you. I both, I think that he will be in this next season. Um, I, I don't know, Jake, if I agree with you that they're going to ever face off because if they do, it's not going to be for a very long while because I mean, at the end of the day, if that was to happen, I don't see the Mandalorian losing. It's his name's the show. Um, and then you just literally go back. You literally just started to went bring a this character back only to actually kill him again. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
But <laughs> the thing is that makes me think that this is an extreme possibility and like likely that's going to happen is look at what happened with Darth Maul. He was a one-off that people absolutely loved. Literally was used for minimal amounts in the Phantom Menace and became a cult classic of a bad guy, even though he barely even spoke words. He then got a second chance with the Clone Wars and has blown up to be one of the best characters to come out of that series and have one of the best stories told and is now a beloved character. Absolutely beloved. This kind of works perfectly with the same storyline as Boba Fett does. People loved him. Minimally used in the actual films, but has had a huge cult following and had stories told about him. And this could play out to be the exact same type yeah, of situation. He hasn't even returned yet. And he's as popular as Darth Maul, if not more. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, and who, who led this comeback? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who led, who led Maul's comeback? Filoni. Well, remember, Filoni already used Bubba Fett, too. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone's going to bring Bubba Fett back, it's these two. Yeah. These two are the only ones that should be allowed to do it. Other than Lucas, maybe. So, I mean, it makes... No. I, I hesitate saying that. I agree with you. <laughs> but I just was just saying, like, if someone's going to bring it back, Lucas would probably be another one. But, I mean, if you're going to bring it back, he's in the bring him back. He's in the best possible hands that you could pick. So why not? Agreed. Uh, what do you guys think about um, Tamira Morrison playing him, who played Jango Fett? I, I would imagine that it would just be a voiceover role because you'd probably need someone else who can do some major action in that suit. True, yeah. Um, probably one of the stunt doubles they already used for Mandalorian, which would already make sense. Uh, I, I think it's brilliant. I mean, you have you would it have Jango sense. Fett's voice, and he's the, he's a clone of Jango Fett. It, it's the, really the only way that you could do it, right? I think so. I mean, yeah. it's voice acting, I guess, so whatever. But do you think they're ever going to show his face? No. Then they, If they do, I'll be so pissed off. Yeah, Can't. so then... Can. then it they should get him to do the voice because yeah. that's just the right thing to do. Yeah. But I have a feeling they're going to want to show his face, but they might be able to show his face another way we can talk about later. But I just think that it's perfect for him to do the voice. Like there's like, he is him. He is Boba Fett like, in a way, like because Boba Fett was a clone was one of the clones that just didn't get the accelerated aging or whatever. So it makes too much sense. I think they will probably more than likely eventually sh show his face, but uh. I have a feeling. But I have a feeling his face is going to be effed up, and like it's not going to be like, oh look, it's a clone. Like it's it's one of the clone. I have a feeling it's. I mean, there's probably going to be some type of damage to it, and if they do. 
I have a feeling it's going to be the the length of what we saw Dinjarin's quick, simple. All right, you saw his face. Let's keep the story moving. Like so, but I agree with you, Jake. I actually would prefer not to see it. But if they do, I have a feeling it's going to be a. His face is going to be messed up. Noticeable that that's Boba Fett. Like that's a clone's face. But, and I, I would imagine it would be quick because you don't. We don't care. Half of, the mystique of Boba Fett is his armor. How how dope he looks. You don't. We don't need to see his face really at this point. Come on, Favreau, please. You already <laughs> ruined the Mandalorian by taking off his helmet. Leave Boba Fett the way he is. Ruined. Whoa. All right. Come All right. Work. Let's go ahead and move on to the next character. Um, and that is Ahsoka Tano, a name that has been who uh, everywhere. Yeah. What character? Um, the, the epitome, the epitome of what a Jedi is. Um, Ahsoka Tano's name has been thrown around quite a bit as of late. Um, not just for Mandalorian season two, not just for a sequel series of of uh, Rebels, not just for Obi Wan Kenobi, but her also her own solo series. And there's her name's just floating around like crazy. Um, it obviously makes sense because every project that Filoni has worked on, he has had Ahsoka Tano in one point or another. And so it just makes sense to include her. Um, also, we don't know where the story goes with Tiny and Mando. Uh, it probably makes sense that they cross paths with Ahsoka because at this point in time, outside of Luke, um, Ahsoka is really the only one who's as connected to the Force as he is. Probably even more at this point. And so she's kind of like all in one. Maybe she feels him, understands where he's from. Um, maybe she did some digging on Yoda species. Don't know. Uh, but it definitely makes sense. The majority of the reason is because of Filoni. Um, and I do believe that it'd probably just be like an episode, something very quick, not a whole season. Uh, but quick thoughts on uh, on Ahsoka possibly joining it. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you want it to happen? Jacob, start us off. I, I think this is a perfect testing ground for Ahsoka in live action. It's You can do it one episode. Like There's so many episodes of The Mandalorian where you only saw a character once. And all of them were unknown characters, mm -hmm. but now we we're hearing the rumblings about known characters, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, others. So if you're gonna have three or four known characters, uh, she should be one of them. And we hear rumors about other series with her, her own series, things like that. So if you want to just test it, and uh, and Filoni finally gets to do this, and I will say, and I argue with you guys sometimes about Ahsoka, but Filoni has to be the one to direct that yes. episode. If yeah. she appears, it has to be a Dave Filoni. And he's episode. he's only doing one for season two. He is? He's only doing oh, one. It's the Ahsoka episode then. Uh, I, I think it's cool. It's not out of the realm of like possibilities. Like It, it makes sense. Last time we saw her, she was with a Mandalorian. Uh, she's alive during the time period. She's healthy. She's running around. So it doesn't not work. It works. So I think it will happen and it should. Yeah. I mean, it. let's be honest at this point with her, it's a matter of when, not if it seems like, um, she's arguably the character that's leading this franchise right now. Um, I mean, she's, if she's not the most popular, she's in the top three at the very, she doesn't minimum. have a hot toy yet. What the hell? I, yeah, that's I think surprising. they are. Well, I they have to get the rights 
from Star Wars has to say yes. And I bet you Dave Filoni has to say yes for that. Freaking crap, man. I bet you. And I'll, I'll spend $500 on that. Look, they're going to make one. They're going to You make would one. spend more than $500 on that. Yeah, of course. But that's all I'm going to say right <laughs> yeah, now. Don't say that. And they'll make it for like $800. <laughs> uh, yeah, we would spend more than $150. i am not saying anything no, more. I'm kidding. Um, but like I said, it's a matter of when, not if, with this character. Um, I mean, it only makes sense to bring her in at some point, and she's not going to be the whole in there the whole season. She's she she needs to be capped at one. Like, if we get further than one, it takes away from it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she's the very last character in the very last episode, like the very, like you're working towards that. She's the very last character. You get all this hype off of her at the very end spills into whatever comes next after the Mandalorian season two. And I mean, yeah, I, I it's like I said, it's a matter of when, not if at this point, will I she think, light a lightsaber? Is the question. Mm, I don't think so. That's something I have to think about because that because yeah. what I was just going to say is that if you whether it's more than one episode or whether it's a tease for something down the line, whatever Ahsoka is in, she instantly overpowers anything else going on in that show. That's because true. she is she is at Brian said it and it's it's true right now. There's two people leading the charge for Star Wars, Maul and Ahsoka. After the Clone Wars, those two characters are really arguably leading the charge. We can argue Ray, we can argue Ben Solo, but the problem is they haven't been in as good consensusly stuff as the other two have been. And they are widely popular with all of Star Wars fans. And so if you throw Ahsoka in a live action show and it's more than one episode, she instantly becomes a main character type of character that you need to focus on. Otherwise, that she can't be there. And so I, it has to be one episode. It has to be a setup for something else that's not the Mandalorian. Um, I do like the idea of it being a backdoor pilot for uh, the Rebel sequel series. Uh, that that would be a cool idea because you'd you'd get them, you'd give uh, that crew a chance to be seen in live action. But then you throw them back in animation, and be like, "Look, we showed you in live action. We got the chance. Now we're going to tell their story in animation." I kind of like that idea, um, but I, I just think that it needs to be minimal. That way we don't overpower what Din Djarin is, what Cardoon is, what Grand Moff or uh, Moff Gideon is. Um, like, it's not to that extent, but you can see Ahsoka instantly becoming a Baby Yoda type where everyone is talking about her in live action if she shows up for more than one episode. Yeah, that's a possibility. And that's why I think it's going to be towards the end of the season. And because if you do it in episode two, then... That's all anyone's going to be talking about. Yep. So I think it's going to be in. I, do we know if it's eight episodes again? It's supposed to be, from what I understand. Okay. Yeah. So if it's eight, you have her show up in the seventh episode or something, maybe with Sabine, and I think it's going to tie into the dark saber and Moff Gideon, and and I think that all makes sense. So, and then that the season ends shortly after that. So then there's no, you know, there's no distracting from the show because it's over now for season two. So I think it'll happen then. 
Agreed. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next character, the character that is connected to Ahsoka. And then if you have Ahsoka, you you can't go without having this character. <laughs> if you have this character, you can't go without having Ahsoka. And that is Rex. Um, someone who has been tied to her and just the Star Wars fandom for a very, very long time. Um, the one clone as of right now in canon with Clone Wars that has made it out safe and sound. Um and he is rumored to be uh, appearing alongside Ahsoka, or at least in the show in some capacity. Also being played by Tamira Morrison, which would be really, <laughs> really cool. Um, the cool. one chance that we get to see him without the helmet on, obviously. Um, and again, I do think that you know Rex fits into the fold a little bit more than an Ahsoka does because he can be in more episodes and not yeah. be a main character. But uh, you don't have Rex without Ahsoka and vice versa. And so I do think that if Ahsoka shows up, Rex shows up, Rex shows up, Ahsoka shows up, and it would only be for that short time setting up something down the line. I think he would, like, this makes so much sense. You could have him as, like, a side character for the whole season if you wanted to, or oh, and here, three or also, four episodes. I mean, he fought in the war for, like, he was confirmed as that character in Return of the Jedi, which means maybe he met up with Cara Dune at some point. Who knows? It's possible, yeah. I. Th this is, like, the easiest one to do and to fit in and just have it feel so fluent with no distractions because like a lot of people look Rex is a big character, especially in clone wars, but like, he's not going to be a distraction for the, mm. for the Mandalorian or other characters. So I think it just fits in nice. And like, I think, uh, Tamara Morrison deserves more credit for what, like just his role in the star Wars universe overall. Uh, so I think it would be so cool to have him voicing Boba Fett and playing Rex in live action yes it's funny because you you said you can't have one without the other yet the hot toys that just came right? out was just was right. just him and not hey so that looks pretty cool though yeah it's <laughs> pretty fire but um they should have done a combo pack and i easily waste my thousand dollars don't say that you're gonna raise the price <laughs> of hot toys man <laughs> in general um if he is in it I think this will work towards the favor of Jake saying he doesn't want Boba Fett to show his face. Um, because Hell I think, because yeah. I think well, that's another reason I want him to get like credit and, you know, and be yes. seen. So if yeah. you do it with Rex, it's different. Yeah. I think because let's be honest, the Mandalorian as of right now, you don't really need to know much about star Wars to watch it. And I think that's kind of a bit of what its popularity is pulling to, because I have a couple of buddies that even family members that have watched it, that don't know star Wars and love this. So I think for the casual fan, that would maybe confuse people to see the same faces doing different things. Um, oh my God, could you imagine that scene? If they take their helmets off and they're like, who are you? Who are <laughs> yeah. you? That would be weird. <laughs> so I think that that would play to the to the strength of not revealing Boba Fett's face. Um, and I 100% agree with Jacob in the fact that he is a very easy character to put in there that people will freak out and get excited for, but not overshadow the main character and his storyline. And at the end of the day, that is my biggest fear with all of this is overshadowing the actual character of the man boring because his name is the show. The story is about him. I mean, 
the child, baby Yoda and tiny, uh, that character blew the hell up. And that was not even a character that we knew we were getting or wanting. I mean, you get, you throw in established characters like Boba Fett, Ahsoka, like those are big names. Um, so Rex makes perfect sense in the sense of he's not a character that every single pe- person like loves, follows, want, buys everything, eats up everything Rex. But at the end of the day, he's still a very popular character that people do really like and has been associated for a while and just came off the big hype that was this last final Clone Wars series. So I think he's a perfect character type of fit. And who knows? Maybe he knows Cara Dune. I mean, it wouldn't in in some capacity, maybe like just traveling or something. So I think that one is is one that makes perfect sense and is a good character because he's like you said, Ahsoka, we don't want more than one episode. You could get away with him probably three episodes, four at most, and still be kind of fine with. Um, so I, I think him being the most realistic of showing up, I think would probably be his character. Could you could you imagine seeing his painted clone helmet in live action? Dude, that'd be that'd, that'd be, be cool. Wild. People would I, love that would, that. That would be insane. Um, but yes, okay. So uh, you had said that um, Rex is kind of like the perfect choice um, because he can be a supporting character. You know, he 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 won't overshadow shadow anybody. There is nobody more perfect to fit this season than a Bo-Katan. There is nobody more perfect to fit this season true, than yeah. Bo-Katan Crease um, because Jake, you've been of calling that this since the beginning. That, yeah, I, th- I think I said it in our spoiler review. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Um, then that is solely based off of the reveal of the Darksaber. Yes. Uh, the last yeah. time we saw the Darksaber, it was in her possession. Um, and I'm sticking right currently. I'm sticking by what I said, which is crappy, that unfortunately I have a feeling that it'll be a flashback and we will see her death. But I am not going to be surprised if she gets brought into present day and it's her kind of getting back the grace of her people and finding a way to fight back and get back the dark saber alongside Din Djarin, which would be epic. Also a cool little thing for this is the rumor is that Katie Sackhoff, the voice of the character will be playing her, which is just a beautiful cherry on top. Who is an awesome actor just on she, her own. Like, and she, she is, already, a, she is an action. Yeah, she's already done a ton of live action stuff. Yeah. So that would be so cool for her. And, this one story-wise makes a lot of sense. Like it makes way more. It makes more sense than Sabine. It makes more sense than Ahsoka. Just everything going in, and I just like having seeing her play her would be just so amazing. It doesn't work out in every scenario because you could have one of the voice actors play one of these characters, right? Like a person who plays Ezra play Ezra, but like it might not work that way. But for her, it works because. Like she's the perfect age to play her. She's done action. I I would love to see that. That would be even if, if we just got Bo-Katan and Rex. Like I'd be happy. I'd be so happy. That'd be awesome. Uh, with with us saying how Rex like makes sense, this one almost is like almost a given. Like you kind of have to tell the dark story, and she was the last one 
that we truly knew that had it. So, I mean, where, whereas Rex is kind of dope to have and is going to be cool for the show. She almost is a necessity in a way, um, just for the, the story of the dark saber. And because while I was saying not, you don't really need to know very much star Wars to watch this show. The, the dark saber was probably the one thing that left the casual fans the most like, what is that? Did a you guys see the, the practical version of it? Yeah. He was holding yeah. It and it's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I want, I want that hot toy. I but, know. Yeah. Damn. Um, I'd pay two grand. But, Stop. <laughs> Do they sell it at Galaxy? He's going to get up to like 10 grand by hey, the end. Oh my God. Could you, could you imagine if they allowed to build, allowed you to build that at Galaxy's Edge? Oh, oh, oh that's man. a moneymaker. Or that's if they just sold maker. it. As, yeah. Like one of the ones that they have done already. Yeah. Jake would, awesome. Jake would pay 3000 for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Maybe. yeah, like I was saying, that was probably the most, Star Warsy thing to come out of it was that dark saber that the casual fans not going to understand to explain that story. She needs to be in it and she ha she literally has to be in it. Cause she's the last one that we know of that had it. Um, and it only makes perfect sense to have Katie Sackhoff play that character being a, this, I mean, the, the character was literally like almost built, off of her it almost kind of seems like um so i mean it i, I don't want to keep saying it makes sense for everything but that one is like probably the most given out of everything that we've talked about i mean sh her story is almost an i, I don't even want to say almost it is a necessity to have in order to tell that story of the uh the the dark saber and you know i mean plug to jake and i talking to mr star wars explained himself he he had that's alex damon for those of you that don't know um he kind of said the, the feelings that i had like the you purge. don't bring yeah that well i was gonna say you, you don't want to bring a character like that in just to kill her off right away kind of like how yeah. he was saying that um I don't unfortunately really see a way around it. I well, I literally just thought of something. I just okay, I, I, take, I just, take, I just thought of something. Floor. It's fine because you know I've been saying it for a long time that I do think that the flashback sequence, probably her death of losing the dark saber. But I just thought of this. Maybe, maybe there was a way where she lost the dark saber, but she lived, right? And they've been in hiding. We know that the Mandalorians have been in yeah. hiding, right? There's a big gap between that that time and this time. What if? The crew of Mandalorians who disappeared on the planet. What if the armorer knows Bo-Katan and they go fleeing to Bo-Katan and that's how she gets brought up? Very possible. And then that ties into your theory that you had <laughs> with them knowing each other. Maybe it's maybe it's revealed that she was the third the third Mandalorian in Clone Wars. You don't know that. Listen, that's, listen. that's very possible. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I I would love for that to work out. But for my own mental sake, I cannot have Jake be able to be the one that figured that out this far in advance. We would never hear that. <laughs> but it, look, that, there's a way to because in reality, you can 
you can have a Bo-Katan be a supporting character for five, six episodes without overpowering the show. Absolutely. Right. And like Brian said, she needs to be there for the story of the loss of the dark saber, because during the purge of the Mandalorians, she was the leader of the Mandalorians. She was the one who had lost the dark saber. So she needs to either be there telling it or be there in present day. And maybe the armor is telling the story. I don't know, but uh, she definitely needs to be there in some ca in capacity. And out of all these characters we're talking about, she is the one who's like, in my mind, an instant lock to be there more than just a cameo. Like she's going to be an actual supporting reoccurring character in this season to me. Well, other than Sabine, out, out of all the characters we're talking about, she's the only one who's a real Mandalorian. Yes. So yes. this, the show is called the Mandalorian. And I know it's, <laughs> we know it's about uh, Jindarin, but like he's not even a real Mandalorian. So it's set around these, this Mandalorian culture and other, I think were all the other guys killed or their armor was just left behind. I think uh, and to uh, me, to me, it looked like they had shed their armor and fleed. Yeah. That's kind of what I got from it. And then the armor was just hanging out just to well, beat up no, stormtroopers. Well, yeah, but she was melting it down to keep the Beskar from what I, from oh, what I got Oh, that's right. It. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, and that I think sense. they may reshape it to wherever they're going Yeah, okay. instead of taking it with them. Yeah, form yeah, a new, yeah. Form a new clan. Yeah, melt they're, they're going to no, forge a new clan. Melted into bricks. And then turn yeah, it into yeah, more yeah, yeah, armor. Exactly. I mean, exactly. are they gonna make uh tiny some armor, some Mandalorian armor? Have you seen that? Have you I, seen the artwork of that? I gotta uh, I gotta no. send you guys the artwork. Oh, I gotta I'll send you the it's artwork. It's funny. amazing. It's he no, has a helmet on with his ears poking through and everything. Joking <laughs> about the five geek characters I want to spend quarantine with. I said baby Yoda, and then Tony Stark was there, and I said he was gonna make us all Iron Man suits, so I can't get that picture out of my head of him in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, there's I, artwork of it somewhere, to be honest. Oh, there is. Uh, I, I mean, there's artwork of him. Hey, by the way, speaking of Hot Toys, you know how hard it is not to buy that child? The life size? The life yeah, size one? Like, yeah. Look, I, I want to buy it just to own it, but I'm not even yeah. like, I'm like, I love the child. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not dying. Like, I don't know what it is. It's weird. Like, I don't have to have it, but I want it so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, I don't even know what I would do with it. It's going to be so big. Like it's like life size, actual life size. I'll just leave it at Brian's house in the, the, in the like everything else in my collection. Yeah. Um, I I would say to be honest, out of every rumored possible character, if I had to put money on only one, she would be the one that. Oh I'd yeah. Even over Ahsoka, even over Rex, Boba Fett, like. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hey, I love I the mean, little arms. The arms he, are what get me. He was adopted and brought in, so he's maybe, a clan of two. Yeah, maybe he gets it too. I love <laughs> the little arms that just dangle. well. So what? You, and look, the the clan logos on his helmet. Oh, oh that's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, all right, so moving on from Bo-Katan, um, a character we would obviously love to see, and having Katie Sackhoff play her would be absolutely incredible. Uh, we move on to the next one that is on the list that is uh, a Mandalorian, just like Bo-Katan, a character who is very widely popular with a Rebels fan base, and that is Sabine Wren, um, once a holder of the Darksaber who eventually vacated it to Bo-Katan to lead the Mandalorians. Um, there, out of all of these characters, her story didn't pick up as much steam as the others, but I have a feeling that's just because, like Bo-Katan, it really does make sense. 
because she is a Mandalorian. We don't know what's going on with the Mandalorian people at this point in time. We know that the last time we saw her, she was with uh, Ahsoka at the end of Rebels. But the time gap, we don't know what could happen in that time gap. Um, and I would love to see it. I would love to see a, a live action version of Sabine. I don't know how the story fits because I want to see Ahsoka and Sabine together. Um, but it would be cool to see her in live action if it's just for an episode. I think them showing up together makes the most sense right now. Like, we, what was Rex doing at the end of Rebels? Did they show they show what he's doing? Right, he's still alive, right? Mm, he's still alive, but he wasn't with them. Maybe he was on the but ship they all waiting. Split but up and did their own thing, right? They, but just, they must yeah. have shown what he was doing. Um, maybe he just stayed and I don't know, stayed around. But oh, he fought in the the battle. He he was in. He confirmed to be. In he was in Return movie, of the Jedi. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he probably just retired finally, right? Um, <laughs> but no, I uh, never. What were we talking about again? I was so <laughs> Sabine. <laughs> Sabine. Oh, Sabine. Sabine. Okay, okay. No, I lost track. I was thinking of Rex and Rebels now. Okay, so we literally saw them last together. So even though yes. it is a long time, it would be kind of cool. Like, yeah, they've been hanging out this whole time together. Which, because why else would Ahsoka get involved? You know, like I, I feel like going like Sabine's like. I heard the light, the dark saber has been stolen. Like I got to go get yeah. it. And Ahsoka's like, I'll go with you and boom. So Can you I think that's how it's done. Ahsoka finding Rex, maybe just in a bar somewhere and being like, Hey, we've got work to do. And being like, all right, commander. <laughs> like, or just like, duh, I would lose my mind. I would, if that I, would, happened. I would cry. I'd probably cry. You would definitely cry. I'd probably cry. It, you would cry and then do a couple some of these. Yeah, um, run around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, first off, I want to see her in live action just to see her Mandalorian suit. Yeah, like oh my god, I can only imagine how amazing that thing would look. The way she just paints it and stuff like that. Oh, it. People would buy the hell out of that suit. Like. It Halloween costume, like all that type of stuff. Where's that hot toy? I'm sure they're working on it. Listen, <laughs> if they ever make a hot toy that is the cat, some like the cast of Rebels, that is one that I will not be able to really? get away. Wow, uh, 100%. But, uh, anyways, with Sabine, Sabine is another one that I mean, if they are actually planning to tell that story with Ahsoka and Sabine, she kind of almost needs to be in it. it, it uh, even just for a little bit, uh, like the same amount as Ahsoka. Um, but I could see her being like a two or three episode type character because again, she's not someone that's going to completely overshadow anytime. I feel like you throw in a Mandalorian, except for maybe Boba Fett, who wasn't really, Mandalorian, they're not going to heavily really overshadow it. And I think that's one of the plus sides of it. When you get into areas like Ahsoka, Boba Fett, these namesakes that are synonymous with fans and not, not Star Wars crazy fans, then that's the more risky territory. But you kind of, if you don't know Rebels, you're not going to know who this character is. And that plays again into the factor of Bo-Katan and Sabine work to have 
more than one appearance in an episode or episodes. Um, because at the end of the day, they are, they're loved by star Wars fans, but they are not beloved by everyone that has watched star Wars. And I think that's where she will be able to come in for more than one episode and work well with the storyline. I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on from the characters. And we're going to be talking about just a few names here quickly. Um, the most recent one that was announced was Timothy Oliphant. It was released released yesterday. Excuse me. Um, the justified actor uh, appeared in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last year. He was also in Deadwood for HBO. Um, very well known name in the business. Some needs uh, to be in more stuff. Yeah, some some of your average moviegoers may not know who he is until they see his face. Um, he is rumored. Uh, do any of you? I mean, first of all, thoughts on him joining and um, do you have any idea who could he possibly could be playing? He's awesome. And I like, it's so funny because the Mandalorian is like a Western, right? And he's like known for Western type <laughs> stuff. Right? Is he cast typed as a cowboy? Cause he's probably like the way, even in once upon a time in Hollywood, he's, he was acting as a that. cowboy as an actor. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I actually really like him. And it's funny. Cause uh, do you guys, like I always get him and Josh Dumont mixed up, like the the way they their faces. They do look they, similar. They look yeah. so similar. Um, but that's a great casting. I, w I wonder what he's going to be. Like it's easy to assume he might I be a villain. Idea. Jake, you know, you, you and I are on the same page. Jacob doesn't have a clue. Are Dude, there any rumors to what go, he might be? There's here, no right? rumors. That, there, well, there's rumors that fans are starting, but Brian, you can go ahead and say it, Brian. No, I can tell you how to say it. So I'll go let ahead. you do. It. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Jacob, the rumor is that he's playing Cad Bane. Oh, shoot. Oh, my goodness. I just had a mind yeah. explosion. Um, <laughs> I, that's a good mind explosion. I like that. Because I, I was like, there's nothing they're going to say that's going to, like, just be too, like, perfect for it. And that is, that, that would be awesome. <laughs> I, look, if they did that, that would be great. But I think he's going to be unknown. Like, do cowboy hats exist in Star Wars? If if so, he's going to be wearing one. Jacob, oh, he could possibly that cowboy hat, right? He could possibly even be the one that is the one that we're thinking Boba Fett is. Possibly, yeah. And that's another thing they talked about, right? Like one of the things is it Cad Bane is people were throwing around, but then like no, not a lot of people know who he is, you know. So I don't know, but. He actually like has the body type for Cad Bane too. That's and that's crazy. What is the very first thing that you said? He's really good at playing westerns. Yep, it, it's happening. <laughs> it's confirmed. It's too, right here on the Padawan Podcast, it's been confirmed. Timothy Olsen playing good. Cad Bane. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember, so a, a key a key here is that um, the in the unaired episodes for clone war season seven that never made uh oh that's right that never made uh filoni shot the scene where bubba fett got the dent in his helmet and it was a, a literally a showdown like a western between cad bane and bubba fett bubba fett ended up killing cad bane in that scene but because those aren't canon cad bane is officially out there in the world somewhere and because he is an alien um or the galaxy i say because he's an alien we don't know how he ages and they could obviously tie that back and maybe Boba Fett has some kind of grudge or revenge against Cad oh, yeah. or vice versa. 
And maybe Cad Bane finds out that Boba Fett's alive. Maybe he needs Mando's help, something like that, because Cad Bane's a pure bad guy. It'd be a very cool thing to do. Even if those things were canon, they never showed him physically dead. It was just his hat floating. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was left ambiguous, which I mean. But those aren't canon, so that didn't even matter. Exactly. I, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, there you go. Like, I would be so down for him. Just imagine a be- showdown between Cad Bane and Bubba Fett. Ooh. Look that at Jacob awesome. picturing it in his life. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he's not like the Cad Bane is like not hasn't been explored a lot in Star Wars. Like he was in Clone Wars and not even recently, you know, so a lot of people will be like, who's this character? And they'll they'll find they'll research him and be like, oh, he was in Clone Wars. But Such not a, a lot of character, not yeah. a lot of people know about him. I so his voice he in that way like that's the type of characters you should be putting into this show it's characters that they don't know a lot of, like ca- casual fans don't know a lot about like an ig11 yeah exactly and so cad bane is perfect for that cool yeah, he All will right. the next and if it is timothy, Olyf- timothy oliphant that's perfect i was just gonna say he works at that character works as one of these like grungy bounty hunters that this show kind of thrives on mm-hmm. um and again, another character not a lot of people know about doesn't overshadow completely who the Mandalorian is. And I mean, totally. so it, 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 it would make sense to have that type of character. Yeah. So the next two names that we're going to be talking about, uh, no, no, like they were announced a little while ago. They were kind of the first like cast announcements for season two. No real names have been attached to them as of yet, but they're a little older, well-known names in the world of Hollywood. And that is Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Bean. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis has a, kind of made a resurgence as of late with the with uh, Halloween and Knives Out. Michael Bean, uh, well-known for uh, his movies in the Terminator and Alien franchises. Uh, action guy. He played Kyle Reese in the original Terminator. Um, as far as characters, not really a, a, an idea on that one, but just the addition of them is really cool. Uh, it's very much like that edition of Carl Weathers when yeah, they announced in season one. Yeah. And I, what, whatever capacity it is in, like Jacob, you had mentioned earlier how we see a lot of actors or characters just pop up for like one or two episodes. Yeah. If that is the case, I'm totally cool with it because just seeing them in Star Wars is a really cool piece of news oh, yeah. in addition. And so I'm all for it, whether it's a, a small or a big role. Well, it could be like, um, what was the name of that second episode that Rick Famuyiwa directed? The like the heist one where they're going the pr- to uh, the, uh, the prisoner. Oh yeah. The prisoner. It could be an episode like that where yeah. you're only seeing these characters once. And it's like a group of characters or something like that. And like Bill what, Burr. They, they could be aliens and you don't yeah. even know that it's them really. Uh, I think that's cool. And I think John Favreau is just like picking some of his favorite actors that are not, that are older who aren't doing much stuff right now and like carl weathers and jamie lee curtis and michael bean so i think that's uh, they're a great addition i think that'll be cool well we had the rumor when they were coming out was that she was the armorer correct yeah there was a rumor that she was gonna play because like lasted for a little bit i just i i I want emily swallow to play the armorer i really the voice Mm -hmm. so the armorer has an accent right like a it's not american Right? Isn't I, it like I British so. or something? I, I think so. I don't know if it's British, but I don't know if it's an American or maybe it's just like a, a heightened American accent. Yeah, I don't think um, it's uh, they had I, an American accent. I just so I, I don't want it 
I don't want this show to be where they have these people voicing and playing these characters under the oh, helmet, yeah, and they put a face no. when the helmet comes off. I don't think the armor's no. helmet is ever coming off anyway. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think so either. I agree. I agree. Um, and then uh, with Michael Bean, we heard what a bounty hunter, just some type of yeah, or maybe like a almost like a Carl Weathers, like maybe he's a, the leader of some kind of other bounty hunter guild, which might make sense too. But he, he's a, he's a total badass, so it would make sense for him to be some kind of. I know you were super freaking excited when he got. Uh, I, I, I yeah, I mean, Alien, the Alien franchise, Terminator. I mean, he's been in so much cool stuff over the years, and he hasn't been in a lot as of late. It's cool to see him come back. Was he in the first Alien or no? Uh, yes, I think. So. I just re- I just watched it for the first time actually. Hold on, and, really? Yeah, it was on really? my our challenge list, and I was, and I had to watch it for class, but. Uh, I don't know if he was because Sigourney Weaver is the only one who survives. So, do you know Jake? You know that Bounty Hunters comic that's going on right now? Yeah, I'm reading it. Uh, I have a wild theory that he's the um, the main character. That mate, what's his name? Uh, oh, I'm forgetting his name Val- at the moment. Yeah, uh, Valance. He's in the that's second I, one, Jacob. Sorry. Oh Sorry. yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's in the second yeah. one. Sorry. I was like, so Gordon Weaver. That, that would be cool. Uh, that that character, that character is super cool. Um, I just that that character. I don't think ma- that character is a I don't main think character every, to me. Yeah, no, I know. I it was just kind of like a fun one, and plus, I don't think all of these characters need to be these namesake characters. No, uh, like, like remember, even in the episode that Jacob mentioned, the prisoner, the guy with the long hair from Sons of Anarchy, he showed up in the one episode. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, like that, that's all you need with some of these people, right? Or like, uh, yeah, uh, no, exactly. they, blew up, they blew it up. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even but like, other uh, aren't dead, the, but the, a great example is Warner Herzog. Yeah. Like, he could be oh, a Warner yeah. Herzog type. He just yeah, reminded he was me great. that Herder Herzog, how awesome he was. What a terrible and, death, too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, he was so great. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, all right, gents. Well, any final thoughts on any of these characters, actors, uh, as far as season two for Mandalorian? Uh, let me ask this, actually. I do. Go ahead, Brian. I don't want to hear anymore. I, yeah. I, I, I need it to stop because I want to get that surprise that I got with certain things like the child where I didn't expect it. Can you imagine if we had no idea that Ahsoka was coming and all of a sudden it shows up, we would be screaming, screaming, running around the house, like losing our minds. (laughs) So that's why I kind of just want, I would be, I would be. Yeah. I I think anyone that just (laughs) likes her. Exactly. So for me, that's the next t-shirt. Mind yeah, explosions. Mind explosions. <laughs> I, I need it to stop. Cad Bane, right? <laughs> yeah. No, the thing is, here. here's the thing, though, with rumors. Like, 25% of these might be end up being true. If that. If that. So if that, yeah. We're going to come back to this and be like, oh, my God, we were totally, like, over-speculating and all this stuff. It was way more simpler than we thought. Kind of like the Clone Wars finale. Um, <laughs> that was the epitome <laughs> of us yeah. going off and it just being. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's okay to have rumors because it gives us stuff to talk about because they're not all going to be true. No, I just, I just, I would but like some surprise. Confirmed things. Yes. I don't want to hear a bunch of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me ask this before we get out of here. 
Um, out of the five characters, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Rex, Bo-Katan, Sabine, if you only had the choice of one, who would it be? Jacob, start us off. Oh, man. Okay. For this show and as far as uh, just like fit, I probably want to see Rex the most. Wow. Yeah, really? just, well, look, if I had to choose like overall and in anything, it would be Ahsoka. But if I have to choose for this show and look, Bo-Katan makes a lot of sense, obviously, but I, especially after Clone War, the last season of Clone Wars, like, look, I wasn't the biggest Rex fan in the world. Like I liked him, but after Clone Wars, I like him a lot more after this last season. So, and I want uh, Morrison to get more credibility. Like I want him to be remembered as like something important in the Star Wars universe. Not that he's not, but it's like people only associate him with what, with Attack of the Clones really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would just be so cool for him to play Rex. So I, I would go Rex. Brian? Five. I, I want to say probably Boba Three. Fett. Just because it, it, I mean, that that was the thing that we had heard from the beginning. Um, but if I'm not saying Boba Fett, Bo-Katan's pretty enticing. Which one? One or the other? Oh, no, I already said Boba Fett. But I'm just saying, okay. like, Bo-Katan's a really enticing one, especially when you throw the dark saber at the very end, the like last thing you see of last season. So, but I'll stick with Boba Fett just because I mean, he's the ultimate of our Mandalorians. He's the original one that we met. So it'd be kind of cool to see his story, especially if they show him escaping the Sarlacc pit and that, that it's going to be a a sweet scene. If they do it Drax style, (laughs) Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say book 10. I think Bogatan yeah. is is uh I, I've been saying it since the last episode last year. I think she just fits, um, especially after the way that Filoni portrayed her in season seven of the Clone Wars during the Siege of Mandalore. Her fighting style is so unique, and seeing that in live action with Katie Sackhoff playing that character would be incredible. Um, and obviously throwing the dark saber into the equation, it just makes sense that way. And so I will uh, say Bogatan. Those are some good choices. I think all three of those could show up. Yes, I agree. Uh, but for now, that is it, guys. The Padawan Podcast for this week. That is everything we're going to be talking about for The Mandalorian for now. Uh, at this rate, we'll have another five characters to talk about next week. Stay tuned for that every Tuesday here on the channel. Um, Padawan Podcast, you can find it not just on YouTube, but also on audio. So Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, all, everywhere you find podcasts or listen to podcasts, you can find us there. Uh, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Also, um, likes and rates. Uh, those shoot our videos up the charts a little bit so they get seen more. If you guys can just give us a thumbs up or give us a rate on audio, really, really appreciate it. Um, but for now, that is everything as far as Star Wars for this week on Apocalypse. So for Mr. Avalicino, for Mr. Uh, Obi-Wan Jacoby right there, and myself, this is the Padawan Podcast on Apocalypse Movies. We thank you for joining us. We will see you next week, and may the Force be with you.